uh, it was a crazy night, I'm telling you. I've never been through anything like this in my entire life, and I hope I never have to again. Um, you try to turn it into a positive, try to you know have a day like today and keep going and give back to those who really, really need it, because we're very blessed, thank God for insurance. And uh, you know, there's other people who don't even have a home to live in, so. Because I have been an on-air host at the Weather Network for over 15 years now, there is a very good chance that I have been on site for some hair-raising forces of nature. Hi, I'm Chris May, writer, producer, and host of This Day in Weather History, now in year two from the Weather Network in Canada. If you have ever been to Toronto, then you know how critical the Don Valley Parkway is in moving millions of people from the north to the south of this massive megalopolis. But it is also prone to filling up with water like a swimming pool, like it did this day in weather history. Today's story is all about numbers. Some numbers are sobering, some are curious, and still others, well, they're just tough to believe. And we'll cover them all. On July 8th, 2013, Toronto and its surrounding Greater Toronto area suffered a record-smashing episode of pounding rain and driving wind. This all resulted in paralyzing flash floods, setting cars afloat like boats in a river, causing widespread power outages throughout the region, and even more shocking, stranded rail commuters right on their trains because the water levels had submerged the lower-level doors. So both trains and automobiles were stopped. What are we missing? Oh yeah, planes. Okay, footnote, you had to have seen the movie with Steve Martin and John Candy to get that reference. Go ahead, look it up. Toronto's Pearson International Airport is the biggest in the country and one of the busiest in North America, and it reported 126 millimeters of rain throughout this day, breaking the previous record for a single-day rainfall record. And we were hit with pretty severe weather yesterday. Um, over the course of the day and the evening, we saw about 250 cancelled flights on Monday. Um, we did have a number of people in the terminal buildings, uh, of course, because their flights were either delayed or cancelled. But here is where it gets hard to believe. The previous high water mark, sorry, that pun was intended. The previous mark for the city was set back on October 15th of 1954. Ringing any bells yet? The previous single day record was 121 millimeters. Anything? No? That record was set by Hurricane Hazel when it unleashed its fury all over the city. That's right, this single day night record bested that of an actual hurricane. It was sunny, it went black, and down came blankets and sheets and buckets of water that just flooded backyards, flooded everything. And now for the moment you've all been waiting for, the numbers. Come on, we all love numbers, they're easy. 126, that's millimeters. That was the amount of rain reported at Pearson International Airport throughout the day, but we've already hit on this, so let's just move ahead to who lost power. And that number is 300,000. The number of Toronto Hydro customers who were stuck without power at the height of the outage. 97. That was millimeters. And this was the amount of rain reported in downtown Toronto. Now listen, downtown Toronto is ridiculously densely packed and populated, but it also has a world-class drainage system. So it would have had to have been really hard rain 
really fast to overwhelm a system like that. 1400. This is the number that I mentioned off the top about the people who were stranded actually on their trains with no way off. They were caught by the flooding on board a northbound GO train transit system. And for perspective, here's the number seven. That's about how many hours it took to untangle this mess and ferry everyone stuck on the GO trains to dry ground. And they had to do so aboard small inflatable boats. The scenes were really quite incredible. 80. That's the percentage of the city of Mississauga that was in the dark for their power outage. For perspective, Mississauga is considered a, quote, suburb of Toronto, but it also weighs in with a population of over 700,000. So quick math, 80% of, say, I don't know, for argument's sake, 700,000. That's 560,000 people who were without power at the height of the storm, on top of the 300,000 who were without power in Toronto. Yeah, this storm was really something. The deluge drowned several roads and underpasses completely underwater. There were scenes of stranded cars that had simply been abandoned right where they floated. My car just kind of broke down in the flood on uh, on Lakeshore, and so I, I got out to maybe see if, you know, battery was dead or something. And... and even those soaked commuters who were able to finally get home several hours late, yeah, they then had to deal with no power, which would have rendered sump pumps useless and therefore flooding basements this day in weather history. Tomorrow is July 9th, and I will tell you a story about a truly tragic twist of irony. Americans from Tornado Alley come to Ear Falls, Ontario for peace, fishing, cabins, not tornadoes. That is absolutely not how this went down, however. This story has so many twists that I turn to those who were there for their own words. That's all tomorrow on This Day in Weather History with me, your host, Chris May.